Welcome to episode three of It's a Beautiful Influence, a podcast about creating you online. I'm Allison. And I'm Krista. And today we are talking about one of my absolutely favorite topics, understanding the creative process. So when you're kind of thinking about the very first steps of the creative process, I hear a lot of people, I don't know about you, but I hear a lot of people that say, I'm just not creative. Oh, I hear that all the time. Yeah. And I'm definitely one of those people that <laughs> I'm not creative that. either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We both like just said that because when you think of creative, I feel like you think of a, just like the whole category of people who create music, who create songs just all artists these different things. or like uh, published authors of like novel fiction novels yes, right painters yeah. Yeah. things like that so so thinking about being creative sometimes can just be like oh i don't think i'm like that i'm more logical that's what i always thought yep, about myself exactly so like i'm more logical i don't i don't have that but um the truth is anybody in any industry can and has the ability to be creative i think we're all created with a creative mindset if we kind of break down the barriers and allow ourselves to be in that space exactly so the the first thing that we kind of want to go over when starting the creative process is how to get ideas, right? That's like a block that a lot of people have. Yeah, like how can I be creative? I can't even think of anything. Yeah, I have no ideas. I'm not exciting. I'm not fun. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so how to get ideas, um, we broke it down into four categories. Um, so this is one that I kind of came up with that I just love. I've come up with a lot of inspiration from this is problems. What problems do you or your audience have that needs to be solved i mean i don't care what industry you're in or what you're trying to be known for your audience has some sort of a problem that you can solve so yes absolutely problems are a huge thing and that's often the things that just drive you crazy right people can find something to complain about all the time so if we talk about problems what problems do you have i'm sure y'all got a list (laughs) so so when you think of those things that drive you crazy you can say okay how am i going to look at this it's either going to be a a barrier or it's going to be an opportunity for me to solve this problem for people including myself because that's so many times how we get inspired is oh i can solve it for myself okay i can solve it for others people too yeah um so the next one is perspective so that means what kind of perspective or insight do you have that you can share with other people because we all think differently and i think um a lot of us think that what what's inside our brains is kind of what everyone thinks and what everyone goes through and so we're like that's not interesting you know why would i share that with anybody because it's just my perspective on something but the truth is like it's it's interesting to hear how people come up with their ideas and their thought processes and how they solve their own problems. Cause so many times it helps fill in the gaps for people who are struggling with the same things. Exactly. I mean, I don't know how many times I had a guest speaker come into a class I was teaching who said what I'd been saying, but just in a slightly different way. And for some students, like that was what it took for it to click. Right. Yeah. Because it was, it was the same. It wasn't like they came in with a different opinion. They just said it slightly differently. Yes. So that's, it's really awesome to hear people's perspectives about whatever industry they're in, whatever they're working on. Um, so perspective is awesome. Uh, knowledge is the third one. So what do you know and what are you currently learning about? So kind of the same thing in your industry, we tend to think, oh, everybody knows this because, you know, you're working around people who do the same thing as you. But there are, gotta love social media, millions of people online who have no idea 
about what you do or how you do it or why you like it or how you stay motivated to do whatever it is you do every day or or whatever you're trying to get into. So knowledge is something that everyone has a different, you know, a different set of skills and knowledge. So absolutely. It doesn't matter if you're a florist or a lawyer or a professor or a fitness coach or whatever, you have some knowledge that other people don't know and they might want to know about. Yeah, it's so interesting to hear how people learned what they learned or, you know, just how they're in a certain industry and and the knowledge of even something that I will never use. I watch tutorials on things that I will never, ever (laughs) use. It'll be like how to twist a paper clip to the side. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, ooh, click. This looks interesting. And and I'm like, I watched like three videos on how to make slime last week for what? What, I don't even. Who are you going to make slime for? I don't know. I don't know. Can you come do it with my kids? Because I don't know how to make slime. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Like, I just, <laughs> but the, the knowledge of things like that, right? It's just, it's just interesting. So sometimes it's just interesting to know. Um, so the fourth one is imagination. What have you not seen yet, but have imagined or thought of? And this is um, something that I think a lot of people go through this stage where people say like, using your imagination is like, oh, don't be like a kid or don't, you know, stay in reality. I hear a lot of people do that once you graduate high school or college. And it's like, your imagination is like your doorway to creativity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Using your imagination is prime. And I'm just like, so I actually do that. Um, when I'm going to sleep, I have most of my thoughts. Cause I'm just like, if I, especially if I can't sleep, I'm yes. looking in the dark and I'm like, Ooh, what can I think of? And your mind just naturally builds things. If you yep. give it the time and the space to it, it builds things. Exactly. And, um, if you're wondering why Allison's doing all the talking and that's cause this is so her thing. <laughs> if you don't follow her already, you got to check her out. She has an awesome YouTube channel and she Ooh. definitely creates a lot of content and something she doesn't talk about often is she's writing a couple books too. So, um, yeah. she definitely knows a lot about the creative process. Not that I don't, but she, this is, this is like her passion for sure. I love it. Yes. So much fun. Um, yeah, but hey, that's, that's why we work well together. We both have our own talents that we're like, she's so good at structuring things. Can't even, can't even tell you. Um, okay. So we have a creativity exercise that we're going to link in the notes below. Um, and this is something that we think has helped a lot. We've, you know, done things like this ourselves. And, uh, essentially you are going to have a page of circles and you're going to fill in as many circles as possible, Um, with the aim being quantity, not quality. And um, your circles can be a theme. It can be a variation of whatever you want. Um, Fill out as many as possible. And we had a time limit, right? Yeah, three minutes. Yeah, so this is essentially for you to just create. So there's no parameters. There's no, you know... It's going to be 30 circles and you're going to be like, what? 30 circles in three minutes? But it's that's the point. It's to show you how easy it is to start creating if you just let your mind focus on it. Yeah, so get hands-on. This is this is what I like about having um, podcasts and just workshops in general is this thought process of just getting a piece of paper in front of you and just, okay, what is my mind going to come up with? So that's why we love exercise. Um, check it out. Download it below and actually print it out and do this. Write it. Get a pen, pencil, whatever and um, do this activity. So um, after you finish the activity, um, (laughs) we will um, head into expectation versus reality. So this is probably the funniest thing to me um, because my expectation and how I see everybody portraying expectation of the creative process is so formal 
and so just very easily it like flows so it looks easily. so pretty and yes yes it's so pretty yeah and so the creative process kind of how I how I imagine it or you can just picture like a, a board with this on it is you're designing something and you're brainstorming and you're thinking and then all these visions and ideas come up from your research and <laughs> all of a sudden you just have this beautiful like flowy picture with all these arrows going the same direction and it's done you have an idea and you have the strategy to do it um and that just I just that's, don't that's not real life <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't look like yeah there's there's no pretty clouds and like all the you know, all the beautiful things you see. And of course, the creative process is very exciting. However, in my opinion, it's actually one of the most mentally difficult things that I've ever gone through. Absolutely. Like, it is insane how mental it is for me just going through. <laughs> it's crazy. So the way that, that I look at the creative process and that kind of, when I, I found a graph of this on, I think I looked it up on Google or something. And I found one out of like 50, all the creative processes that were really pretty. And then I found one graph that was actually super accurate. And I was like, this is me. <laughs> so there's, <laughs> there's a little arrow and a line where it says work begins. And then probably, what is that, 80% yeah. of the chunk is goofing off. Like you're trying to do it, but you're like, <laughs> I don't know what to do next. I'm going to listen to music. Let's see if I can get in the zone. And then you end up texting. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything. And then you're upset because you haven't done anything. You're like, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> This idea is going nowhere. Wait, were you watching me last week when I was trying to write this paper? Because <laughs> this is exactly what happened to me trying to write a 20-page paper last week. <laughs> you're like, why is this sound so familiar? <laughs> yeah, so li- but literally, though, like, you're trying to get something done, and you're like, I have – you can do busy work. Yep. You can clean, and you're like, oh, I'm relaxed. I'm still getting something done. And your mind goes through all these, like, excuses. Um, and then you go into the period of panic, of oh my gosh this is due tomorrow oh my gosh I have to have this done in two hours or whatever the deadline is that you have set and panic mode comes in and then it's either like crying or stressing and then you're like yelling at everybody you're like no I'm too busy right now I can't do this and then everyone's like what's wrong (laughs) I'm creating I'm being creative right now leave me alone (laughs) um so then um after the panic comes you're doing all of the work while crying. And that's that's literally been so when I made my first fitness trainer, I was I was literally so upset because I didn't know I literally felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Because if you're looking at something for so long, if you think of an idea yes. you have or a paper you're writing or anything that you're trying to complete, and you've been looking at it for days, sometimes months, and you're just like I don't even know if this is good. This might be terrible. What, you know? So, so the, the stress and like the feeling of pressure, if I have to make something good or amazing, you know, um, kind of caves in on you. And so it feels like you have no idea what you're doing sometimes. Um, so you, you get all the work done and then you have your deadline. And then by the end, you're actually like, wow. After you take like a week off, maybe yeah. a day or two a week, you're like, wow, who wrote this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is so awesome. Yeah, it's actually good. So um, the, the checklist uh, that we have next to it is, um, it goes in this order. This is amazing. This is tricky. This is crap. I am crap and this might be okay now that I'm thinking about it. And then by the end, this is absolutely amazing. So so if you've ever felt any or all of those things, you're totally normal. You're doing really good. You're yeah. probably creating something amazing because if you're following that beautiful flow chart, then I don't think you're doing anything outside of the box. Yeah. So now that you 
kind of understand the process and how to start getting ideas and where your inspiration can come from and know that it's totally normal and sort of sane to have that crazy process. Um, You want to start thinking about what format is your content going to take, right? Do you want to write a book? Do you want to do videos on YouTube or maybe just Instagram story videos? Do you want to write blog articles, right? Blogging is still an excellent way to put content out there. Um, do you want to just do photos, infographics, you know, design? Are you a designer? Do you want to share different designs with the world to show your content? Um, there's so endless amounts of things. So you have to think about, you know, not when you're thinking about the format, you have to think about what is right for you, right? What are you good at? What do you like to do? Mm-hmm. But what works for your idea that you have, right? Because yes. not some things like a tutorial, like if you want to do a fitness trainer, like you have to really explain it. Right. And, you know, like, or, like, you might show, have videos, right? Like, if you, right. that would be a lot of time and effort to do, like, <laughs> your, your 12-week trainer. But, <laughs> um, but you have to think about, you know, what your idea is and what, what's going to work. And then who's your audience, right? Does your, will your audience read a 200-page book? Right. Or will they watch, you know, a whole bunch of YouTube videos or what? So you have to think through the format that's right for you, for your idea, and for your audience. Yes. And the cool part about that is is because it's something you're creating, you can often find the answer within yourself because yeah. what you're creating for your audience is something that you're good at. So you can say, oh, it would be easier for me to do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're not sure, the answer is video. <laughs> yeah. Because if you haven't looked at the statistics lately, the video is like... Yes. Video marketing is what everybody's doing, and so people are consuming more YouTube than cable TV. Yeah. Um, so definitely, if you're not really sure and you're comfortable with video, it's probably always a good way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you've decided the format, um, you've had your idea, you're doing all this, you have to you have to come up with like an outline um, right. of your content, right? Yes. So, um, you know, this is what are you going to talk about in your video? What are you going to write about in your book? What's your your blog going to be about, right? You you have to have some sort of outline for your content and then just start doing a rough draft. Yes, I think your outline is kind of the biggest thing. And it it doesn't have to be formal. I feel like when I've tried to write stuff, it never comes out because I'm trying to fill in all these blanks that I don't understand what I'm even doing yet. (laughs) But so many times just, just like chicken scratching it, like writing little bullet points or however you can come out you know about that idea um it's a really great way kind of like making your thesis statement okay at least what's the purpose of this yeah and from that thesis statement essentially you can get you know the rest of your content the rest of your ideas out yep yep so yeah so get some sort of an outline some sort of a rough draft of what you want to talk about or have in your video or write about um and then you have to take a break right yes (laughs) you cannot you cannot write or create and then edit immediately, like all in the same yes. process. You cannot do that. You need to take a break because otherwise you're going to start editing and think you have to start all over and think it's crap. Yes. <laughs> this, will, this will be the point where you are managing frustration with your creation because you're going to compare it to other completed projects you've seen. You compare it to just other things, even other things that you've done. And you're like, this is not as good. This isn't, you know, so managing frustration and disappointment within yourself I, I go through that all the time with anything I'm creating. Mm-hmm. I'm always 
like frustrated and trying to be like, okay, reset again, or okay, what if this didn't work? How can I fix it? So problem solving and managing that frustration and disappointment. Um, and it's a process, kind of like we're saying, it's like, it's a process that you have to go through. And as long as you know, you'll come out on the end and just let your creative side flow, you're going to be golden. Yeah, I mean, even a simple blog post, like I, when I wrote a blog post, my first one in a long time, a couple months back, I wrote it and started editing and immediately. I was like, no, no, okay, step back, <laughs> step back, because I was reading it and I was started rewriting the whole thing, even though I just finished rewriting it. Uh-huh. And so I had to take that break, like, come on. back. I was like, oh, this is okay. Okay, just a few little edits needed. So, yes. so it is a process and you do have to give yourself that break. Um, and, you know, but you are going to have to make revisions. I'm almost guaranteed, unless it's just a quick, like, Instagram story or a quick Facebook story or Facebook Live, obviously, you're not going to edit that. Right. But if it's a YouTube video, if it's a blog, if it's anything a little bit more formal, um, you're going to have to make some edits or revisions at yes. some point. Absolutely. Um, and then you're going to add additional content if needed, even like with this podcast, you know, with podcasts, you can edit and cut out and add and things like that. So it doesn't matter what the format is. There's, you know, probably going to have to be some making some revisions. Yes. Um, okay I just love that. So <laughs> there's a, there's one of our favorite quotes by Einstein. Creativity is intelligence having fun. And I think that says a lot about those two things going together because I think the the a lot of culture is like you're either intelligent or you're creative and those are like two, two separate, separate yeah. ideas. And the the intelligence and the creativity flow together. I yes. think it's such a such a beautiful thing. Yeah, and that's coming from Albert Einstein, who we all know is extremely intelligent. So mm-hmm. um, so once you've gone through this whole process, you're gonna come up with your final version. I say quote unquote final because mm-hmm. This is the point where you want to get some feedback, right? Mm -hmm. And this needs to be from a person or a group that you trust to give you good feedback. So they're not going to just be a hater, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You don't want to share this with somebody who is not not believing in what you're doing. Right. You want to have a person or a group um, like the Creating You community (laughs) that will actually give you some critiques if necessary, Mm -hmm. but in a way that encourages you to, to make that change and keep going. Yes, because oftentimes people try to get feedback from the people that they're closest to or their best friend or, you know, their family. And those are all great supports and people in your life. But not everybody is always going to understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. And that's okay. That's not, you know, you have to kind of be okay with being by yourself as far as the creative process goes because the more creative you get the more people are not going to understand you but it's it's once everything's complete they're gonna be like oh that's so cool but during the process right people are like are you sure you should do this you're stressing yourself out yeah <laughs> and you're like yes there's something amazing coming yeah so yes that's, yeah like my husband like one of my biggest cheerleaders but I do not share with him any stuff I'm creating until it's done and yes. like out in the world because he does not get what I do at all. Right. Like he great, honey, go do it. You're awesome. <laughs> you're amazing. I know you're gonna rock it. But if I showed it to him to like read it or look at my videos or whatever, he'd be like, I don't get it. Like, right. Not that he tried to be mean, but he's not the person I'm gonna get feedback from. So, right. Even if somebody loves you dearly and supports you in what you're doing, if they're not kind of the person that understands what you're creating content for or what you're creating. Right. That's what I I always say with taking advice from people only in in the category that you're working, only take advice from people who are where you want to be. Because if somebody's, you know, the the advice that they're going to give is what they do themselves. And if they're not where you want to be, you don't want to go that direction, you you know. 
So um, it's important who you take advice from. Yeah. So once once you get that kind of initial beta <laughs> test of your content out there and get the feedback, then you can make some edits if you needed, if you feel like they were good comments that you got. And then you are ready to share your creation with the world, yes. which is the scariest and most exciting part, right? Yes. <laughs> Hitting that publish or upload or whatever mm. it is, is very, very scary, but exciting. Um, so then the thing is, is depending on what your content is, you do want to track and review your results. So mm-hmm. if it's a YouTube video, am I getting views? Am I getting subscribers because of this video? If it's a podcast, am I getting downloads? Am I getting reviews? Um, you know, if it's a blog article, is it getting shared or people commenting or whatever? Mm-hmm. So you want to do that because how do you, how else do you know if your, if your creation is meeting your audience's need or is on the right platform, maybe it's not the right platform. Maybe yes. it's amazing content. The idea is perfect for right. your audience, but it's not in the right place. Yes, completely agree. And yeah, tracking is the only way to tell. I mean, you can have all the right stuff, but figuring out what platform or what part of content people like better. Um, and that's how you kind of kind of get down your exact niche of what you want to do and what your audience responds uh, well to. So that's definitely important. And so as you, it's a learning process, right? It's not, it's never a final destination. So um, once you have put that creation out there and you see that something's successful, then you can learn from that and try to keep, you know, duplicating that success. Yes. But if there's a, if it's a flat out failure or there's not as well, it doesn't do as well as you wanted it to or needed it to, then you can try and learn from that and see, you know, see how to make it better next time. Yes. Um, so how to actually put this into action. Um, this is huge, huge, huge. I know we've talked about this a lot. Um, spending the first 30 minutes of your day free of electronics. That means when you wake up, you do not pick up your phone and immediately start looking at your phone. Yes. No emails. No, unless, you know, your house is on fire and your app's telling you like, (laughs) get over to, you know, the kitchen, whatever. Other than that, you can put your phone down. Um, and give your mind time to wake up and think. And I don't know about you, but when I wake up in the morning, I'm confused a lot. <laughs> I wake up and I'm yes. like, what is going on today? And <laughs> what day is it? Why am I awake? <laughs> yes, but but your your mind at the beginning of the day, you're either um, creating and thinking of how to solve your problems for the day, how to get ready and what route you're going to take on what you're going to do, or you are teaching your brain to respond. When you pick up your phone, your brain's saying, respond to emails, respond to text messages, respond to likes on Instagram or the likes that I didn't get. My brain's responding to that saying, oh, what did I not do right? And we want to create. We don't want to simply be responsive throughout our day. We want to navigate our day and be adjustable in everything that we're doing. Yeah. So, And I've become more intentional about this um, in the last several months. And it has just, it makes such a huge difference in my brain's ability to just be be on its best behavior that day (laughs) right because the days that I wake up and I get like sucked into my phone yes yeah then my brain's like I feel like it's on fire all day like I'm trying to run around and put out fires and go crazy (laughs) (laughs) but if I actually get in the third that first 30 minutes you know if you're if you're a person that prays or meditates or whatever that's a great way to make sure you stay off your phone maybe take Mm -hmm. some of that time at least or just sit there with your cup of coffee and just stare at the wall or outside I do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) I literally do yeah um so then the other part of this I still have problems relaxing for this amount of time but another thing that helps tremendously is taking 7 to 12 minutes a day to sit still and think just 
like do nothing like don't read don't like nothing and that seems really difficult sometimes yes. especially when you have a busy day but um but this is part of what helps your brain create you're reflecting on what's happened in your day you're reflecting on your problems you're reflecting on your ideas and that time to think and create is part of how your brain finds the ways to solve the problems that you're going through exactly exactly but you could do a lot of thinking and a lot of idea generating for a long time and not get anywhere, right? It's true. So you have to set some deadlines. Yes. Yes. Gotta love those. And, you know, and make them realistic. So, but don't make it, you know, I'm going to have this done by 2020, right? right. <laughs> so give yourself some real time, but also make it soon enough that you're actually going to take action on your ideas and on your creation. So, yes, absolutely. All right. Um, well, we are so glad that you decided to join us for another episode here mm-hmm. on the Creating You uh, podcast, or it's a Beautiful Influence podcast, right? Yes. A, we're still learning the name. <laughs> um, but we, if you have not heard our first couple episodes, we'd love to have you go back and uh, listen to those. Please make sure you subscribe so you can get our new episode that we drop every week. Mm-hmm. And follow us on all the socials. Uh, we'll have it in the show notes, but Creating You Online on Instagram or Facebook. Allison K. Ferno and Krista Fabric on Instagram and Facebook. Would love to connect with you and get to know more about you. Oh, yeah. And we hope you will join us for our next episode that's going to be an overview of social media tactics. Oh, yeah.